My name is Anna Hutchinson, and you're listening to For Change Be Bold. Let's chat, let's laugh, because it's your time to start choosing you. Thank you for joining in on today's episode of For Change Be Bold. On today's episode, I have a special guest joining in. His name is Douglas Vernon. He is the founder of Entrepreneur of Influence. Douglas is also known as the modern-day Napoleon Hills for his extensive research into the success strategy of for more than 400 of the world's top business leaders and entrepreneurs today. He is regularly featured on Fox, CNN, ABC, NBC, and more. He is also the author of three books in the Guerrilla Marketing series and the creator of three of the top 10 personal development films, including the film Many Consider the Secret to the Secret. He is currently rated as one of the top business and entrepreneur trainer in the world. this morning. Oh, excellent. Doing really, really good. How about yourself? I am doing great too this morning and um, excited to speak with you and to, you know, get some information and share with my audience. So yeah, excited. Cool. I'm excited as well. This will be fun. So your success strategy that has helped more than 400 business leaders and the owners of, you're the owner of the Entrepreneur of Influence. So what are some challenges you have experienced starting Entrepreneur of Influence and what do you wish you had known when you had started out? Well, that's a great question. Well, I, I guess, um, you know, kind of the way that my business started is I actually, I went out and I interviewed some of the world's top entrepreneurs and business leaders, kind of like what Napoleon Hill did. So I was very fortunate in that I had some really good mentors to start my business. Um, and uh, I think probably the biggest thing that was maybe a big challenge, and I see a lot of entrepreneurs have this, there's really two big, big challenges I, I see. Um, the first one is, is, is split focus. I think sometimes, you know, there's so many things that we could be doing and, um, you know, just really determining, I guess, the priority of what's going to be most important to serve my business the best. So that's probably the, the first biggest problem. So how do I use my day and what activities do I do? And I think that, you know, one of the big problems that entrepreneurs have with that is how do you decide the activities that are going to be you know, profitable for you and that will expand you and grow you. But there's also activities that are necessary, right? Like things that you have to do that, you know, just maintain your company really, right? And then the third kind of activities that I think just get in the way, often we don't know the difference. And sometimes, you know, we're grabbing activities that are time wasting or ones that will not expand us or ones that, you know, kind of on the surface, we've seen other people maybe do, but they're not the right ones for our business. So that, that's been a big one. And then the other, um, I guess, you know, there's maybe two others and the others are finding balance. So in other words, you know, like I, I have a family too, right? And family is important. And I see a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with this idea of if I'm in charge of my own paycheck, if I'm in charge of my own business and my own growth, um, how do I keep you know, that working, the balance of family. but also the family balance, personal balance, every other balance, uh, including even, you know, business tools within meaning your admin, things like your cash flow and your systems. And, you know, when do I hire people? How do I hire people, etc. And so I think that that's a, that's a big challenge and, and sort of going hand in hand with that is that idea of how to scale, when to scale, where to scale. 
Um, so I'd say that those are probably the three biggest problems that I've seen in my business and also that I've seen with the businesses that we help. Okay. So that's true. You know, a lot of people, we we're trying to figure out, you know, as entrepreneurs, how do we balance our life? And that's the biggest issue that can affect us as we head into our career. So what do you think your unique skill is that helped you to become the successful person? You know, it's, it's, how should we say, I think your unique skill is always, um, I guess the ability to grow. And um, what I notice is for me, uh, I think sometimes, how do I say this? There's, there, there's two thoughts that I'm having on this. One, one is that I think sometimes we give ourselves credit on a unique skill, but we've got to make sure that it's valuable as well to those that we're serving. So for example, let's say that one of my unique skills just in my life is that I'm really, really good at say singing. Well, that doesn't probably mean a lot to my entrepreneurial clients, right? That's true. <laughs> so, and, and Warren Buffett once said, what you love about you is your hobby. What others love about you is your business. And so a lot of gurus are out there and they're telling us that we need to find our passion and our purpose. And I think that that's only partially true. Yes, you do have to love what you do. But I think the real power comes when you can find how does your passion and purpose overlap the passion and purpose of someone else, those that you're going to serve, your customers. And that area where there's overlap, is really where your greatest strength is going to be. So I think sometimes it's not really finding our strength, but really finding what it is that our customers need where we do have strength and finding a way to serve in that capacity best. And then I think on top of that, the most important thing I think a business owner can do is become a student of their industry. And what I mean by that is that you need to become the very best at what you do. That mm -hmm. means that you need to invest your time, effort, money, resources, everything into learning what your marketplace is really doing, where it's heading, the trends that are there. Like Brian Tracy once said that if someone can read a book a month on the subject area that they are, you know, an expert in, they yeah. will rise to the top 10% of their field. But yes. I don't honestly think in today's marketplace, one book is enough or one you know, whatever it is, is enough. You need to be totally immersed because people are only prepared to pay for like to, or to pay top dollar for people who can solve really significant problems. So you really need to, you need to get a mentor. You need to be studying your business. You need to, you know, uh, just really dive deep so that you can be the authority, if you will, in your business area. And if you're not really willing to make that commitment, you might want to consider um, shifting to a business where you you are that excited about it, where you are ready to learn and grasp everything about it, right? I actually like that you said that because it just goes in with the question I'm about to ask you. Mm. So you shared an article on LinkedIn recently about creating daily power and in, um, inspiration. So why mm. is it so important for entrepreneurs to develop this pattern as they go through their life? Well, I, I think one of the biggest things that most entrepreneurs kind of miss when they start, like, let's be honest, when somebody starts the idea of I'm going to be an entrepreneur and they want to leave a job, mm -hmm. a lot of times they're doing it for the idea of, cause I want freedom. I want to have true. my time. I want to have this lifestyle. I want to have this, that, and the other. And the truth is that is all attainable. You can have that, but it's not an instant thing. It's going to require a lot of hard work. It's going to require days that you're going to have to push yourself. I can promise you that there's going to be days when you're in charge of your own paycheck where it won't look like there's going to be a paycheck. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, there's, there's challenges when, uh, you know, there's just no customers. In fact, one mm -hmm. of the success interviews that I did was with Edward James, almost the actor. 
And as I sat with him at lunch, and for those of you who don't know him, he was Commander Dama in Battlestar Galactica and in Miami Vice and in Blade Runner and a bunch of other shows, just a very well-known actor. And um, when I asked him at lunch, I said, what was your definition of success? What would you say it is? And he said, well, success for some people, they define it as doing things that are hard. And he said, that's not success. He said, success first starts with finding something you love and then doing that even when it's hard. And I think that this is a big thing with entrepreneurs is we all are doing the things that we love or we started because we find some kind of, you know, gratification out of it. But the real success comes when even when it's difficult to do, we can keep going. There's the discipline that's there to keep going. And, you know, even just this idea of inspiration, inspiration is most often attached to a victory over something that we struggle with while doing something we love. And um, so it's very important that, that that basis of, you know, we do have to have that enjoyment, but we got to be prepared that it's going to be tough. And, and those daily rituals that we have, we have to understand that, you know, all business and growth doesn't come through motivation. Like motivation, it comes and it goes, and it's always based on emotion. In fact, that's where the root um, for motivation comes from, the word motive or emotive. Uh, it's from emotion. Yeah. But, the truth is, is there's days I wake up even, I don't feel like doing it sometimes. There's days where it's tough. There's days where people say no, or an account falls through, or something that we ho hope to do business-wise just doesn't work out. So in those days, you're not very emotionally excited about your business, but you have to keep going. So it's habit, and it's discipline, and it's yeah. commitment that will grow your business, not emotion and motives, or like motivation. So you got to find a pattern, and you got to work that pattern, and you got to keep to it to keep that business up to par then, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and like I said at the beginning of our conversation, you've got to find these daily things that are uh, important for your day. And you've got to recognize that, uh, you know, what are the most profitable activities I could be doing each day, right? Yeah, that's going to help you and motivate you and grow you. Absolutely. So, yeah, LinkedIn just listed top, you know, startup companies for 2019. Some of these companies are like two years to four years. And I know there are a lot of different companies out here or just starting up and they might be feeling overwhelmed or thinking, okay, my business won't grow. So what, as an expert in the business development, what advice can you give like a new entrepreneur looking at these top um, companies? What can you tell them that they should stick to and keep doing so that they can, might, they, they can reach that bar in the future? Yeah, I, I think that there's a few things that, you know, I would share. And some of these are things that were actually told to me by other top entrepreneurs. You know, um, some of the guys that I interviewed included, you know, the founders of FedEx and uh, Nike and Reebok and Disney and the Avita Group and some of the really, really top, top, top companies out there. And I think um, probably the, the, I would say that the top two things that are coming to my mind that I've I've seen consistent in all of those companies is number one, you've got to be really aware of your cash flow. And I think that this is why so many people struggle is they, they either move faster than their cash flow is coming in okay. or as the cash is coming in, they don't manage it really well. Like I was just on the phone the other day with a really, really good friend of mine, Brian Smith, who's the founder of Ugg Boots, you know, Ugg. Yes, and he I was know. Saying, yeah, he was saying when he first started, one of the biggest things is, is that they didn't also recognize the cash flow cycles in their business. So obviously the purchase of Uggs is somewhat seasonal in many markets. People don't buy a lot of Ugg boots in, in the summertime, for example, right? Like it's yeah, a more winter, wintertime boot. And so it took him a while to, to kind of recognize those cash flow cycles. And because of that, 
Um, you know, he like when they'd make a lot of money in the winter time, he'd think, oh, great. And then they'd spend a bunch of money and nothing was coming in over the summer. Mm-hmm. And then it would really kind of put his company very tight and challenged in a few areas. So you've got to kind of recognize and maintain that cash flow. I think that's probably number one. You know, if you don't make a profit, you don't get the privilege to continue that's in right. business. And then number two, and I'm not even sure if this is number two, maybe it is number one, two, but I think it really is the idea of building systems so that you can really start being able to measure your business and grow your business. And as part of those systems, it really requires hiring very smart people. Yes. And so, um, you know, what, yeah, I still meet with mentors on a regular basis, even for myself, my own life. And one of my mentors is, is a friend named Brian. He's a big uh, real estate and business person in my city. He's worth about $800 million. And Brian and I were sitting for lunch uh, not too long ago, and he was talking to me a little bit about uh, – how when his business first started and you hear this common story like you've heard this before yeah. that they would hire the very best that they could find people smarter than them and oftentimes that meant in the beginning that they were paying other people more money than they were taking home as a wage out of the company yeah. so they were making big time sacrifices so that they could hire and afford the best to help them build their business at a high level mm-hmm. and it's funny as I was talking to him he said you've heard it it's said that uh, you know rich people pay themselves first. You've heard that, right? Pay yourself first. He said, the problem is why most broke people can't implement that is they don't understand what it means. They think that paying yourself first means that you make sure you're taken care of and you know you put the money in your bank and you pull it out and, and then you take care of the other things. He said, that's not really what pay yourself first means. And he used a really great analogy. He said, if I was on the Titanic He says, if I were to be the guy who got into the lifeboat by myself, which is paying yourself first, getting into the lifeboat by yourself, he says, everybody's going to like hate me and I'm probably going to die. And so when I want to pay myself first, he says, I put my family in the lifeboat. They're important. That's one value that I have that's paying me first by taking Mm -hmm. care of that. He says, then I put in the people who can take care of my family and my business People who could, you know, say if you're on the Titanic again, that could send up distress flares, that could navigate, that could hunt, that could fish. Those are the people that actually determine that you get to come back again, right? Like you get to survive again. So he said paying yourself first actually by definition doesn't mean saving the money. It means putting yourself in a position so that you can play again. That's true. And and I think that that's a, that's a really important distinction that a lot of people really miss when they see this this paying again. So for entrepreneurs who are starting up that want to become successful, I'm going to say you've got to learn how to sacrifice in the beginning. You've got to learn how to put um, the right people in place. You've got to learn to spend money and don't be afraid and don't take the money out of your company to reward you personally on a personal lifestyle, but take the money out of the company to really nurture the business. Like recognize almost the business as, as, as if it was a baby, right? Like if you don't feed it and take care of it and do the things that need to be done, it's not going to thrive and survive in the end. And that, I think that's why most people run a, a mediocre business is they're always kind of, you know, trying to justify taking money out of, and creating a lifestyle before the company has, you know, this, how should we say survival foundation, right? So we've got to be really careful Yep, that's so true because you you have to invest in yourself if you want to see something. There's no way you're going to get anything if you don't invest in your business and you don't invest in yourself. So Yeah. And and, and as, as you you you're kind of saying here and you already know is that, you know, you're always going to be a reflection of how high your company can rise. You're the leader of the ship. And yeah. if you want to expand what you have, you have to begin by expanding who you are. 
Yeah. And that's such an important thing. And so, you know, one of the, I guess, how should we, I don't know, I don't know if we'd go so far as to say discouraging, but one of the really surprising things maybe that I see regularly is when, you know, I come and I do an event. I often bring a lot of these top business leaders with me to the events that we do for our entrepreneurs. Okay. And I'm so surprised when you've got a room full of entrepreneurs that, that want to rise to the next level, that they want to be more profitable. They want that lifestyle. They want that freedom. And then you bring someone in front of them who's built a billion dollar company. Again, like say one of the founders of FedEx or, you know, the, the CEO of Southwest airlines or whatever. And you've got these guys who are ready to mentor people and yeah. you don't have people that take you up on that offer. Like, are you really serious about being in business? Like, are you really, you know, yeah, <laughs> ready to do this or, or are you just playing? <laughs> yeah. Right. Because those that are serious to do it are ready to be teachable. They're ready to take help. They're ready to fast track what they're doing and get to the next level by using the experience of people who have built billion dollar companies. That's and true. If you're not really willing to invest in yourself or what have you, you're just playing games. You've got to invest in your company. You've got to put your best foot forward. People are not prepared to do business with someone who's just playing and they know who's playing. And, and you know, I, I guess another analogy that I, I kind of look at is everybody goes to networking events. But let me ask, do you go to a networking event and say, where's the losers in the room I can do business with? Or are you looking to do business with the best? I mean, for your company, if you're going to spend money and you're going to hire a product, you want something that's going to be professional and the best. Well, this is the way your customers are looking at it too. So you've got to invest in your websites. You've got to invest in your marketing. You've got to invest in, you know, proper business cards. You've got to invest to put your best foot forward. And that includes, again, those you're learning from. So yeah. if you're not prepared to invest in your company, in my opinion, you're, you're really not a great business person and you won't have a company for long. That's so true. Got to invest in yourself. Have to. That's important. So Douglas, you formulated so many strategies to help companies grow to seven figures and you're also an author. So share with us your books and where we can find your books. <laughs> wow. I've got a lot of books. So I, I don't know. How do we... How do we share all that? I've Maybe written, three. <laughs> yeah, well, I've written three books for the Gorilla Marketing Series. Mm -hmm. I've got uh, a handful of books that are also on passive income and how to create uh, a passive income lifestyle. In fact, there's a really good one that you can actually get right now for, I think it's under $5 or $6 or something, called Passive Income Millionaire. And if you go to the website, Passive Income Millionaire Book, we share in there a lot of strategies that you can implement directly in your business and how to create a business that will immediately start paying you passive income, which I think is one of the coolest things because you know, most people think that passive income is this new thing that just came out with the internet, but it's actually been in, in existence since the beginning of time. Passive income is really by definition leveraged income. And you can learn how to create leverage in all business forms. So again, if you even own a business right now, if you can start learning how to implement the principles of leverage, <clears throat> you can build systems in place and you can effectively automate or or even delegate some of the things in your business which allow you to do kind of what Michael Gerber was talking about in the beginning when he wrote the e-myth about working on your business, not in your business. Your business you, want to, yeah. you want to be a business owner, not a business operator. And that's a really big difference. And so I think, <clears throat> I think really, you know, in terms of books, that's one that I would recommend that you want to check out that I've written. Um, We've also got, you know, just go to Amazon. There's about a dozen there. But one of the things I'm also known for is I'm the creator of three of the top 10 personal development movies. And we've got another one coming out. So if you like films like The Secret or What the Bleep or so forth, um, you definitely want to check out our movies too. 
Yep. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing with me this morning. Um, thank you for sharing with my um, audience. And we'll definitely, definitely check out your book, Douglas. And I hope that you have an amazing day today. So thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Okay, then. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Douglas, for taking some time out of your busy schedule just to be a part of For Change People podcast this morning. Thank you for sharing all your nuggets with us. I will keep these nuggets and I hope my audience took something away from it this morning. You know, it's important for us as entrepreneurs to dive deep, to be committed, and to also remember that success, even when it feels so difficult, keep going, keep pushing, find that mentor. Find someone to help you, you know, to grow and to develop that business. Companies, look at your cla- your cash flow cycles. Take a look at it and see how you can change your, your process that you're going through right now, you know. So thank you so much for sharing with us this morning, Douglas. And I thank each and every one of my listeners for joining in. And I hope that you will take something away from this podcast today. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of For Change Be Bold. You can keep the conversation going by following me on any of my Instagram page at For Change Be Bold Podcast or at For Change Be Bold. Until next week, have a beautiful Friday.